Okay. I got if, stories. To if you tell. like that kind of thing, I am also recording. Sweet. Do you have any other qualities about yourself you'd like to share with the class, John? Um, I am John Waltz. Oh, well, I'm recording, and I'm Lex Friedman. I'm not going to record this show. John Armstrong. <laughs> contrarian. Noted contrarian. That would Welcome be to Turning. What, huh? What? what? I don't even know. No, whatever. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. Moltz and I were imagining a show where you did not record your end, and so you just right. heard us talking, and there were pauses <clears throat> where you were talking, but no one knew mm-hmm. what you said. Right. Like a mystery show. Nice. Five minutes is what people would last with that. Maybe six. <laughs> there was Probably. a time when Dan Warren and I recorded a pilot of a podcast at Macworld. I can't remember exactly what it was. I can't remember if it was supposed to be a daily news show or weekly or something, but it was supposed to just be us talking about the Mac News of the Week in a, a brief format. I think it was supposed to be daily. We recorded a pilot. It was like 20 minutes long. And something screwed up where one side of the conversation was not recorded and it was mine. Um, it wasn't like it couldn't be meshed with his, but we still had his pristine. And so I re-recorded it and did my lines in between yes. his. Um, that show never happened. God. That show never saw the light yeah. of day. Uh, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and um, confess that early on in this show, I started to do that. Redo your when, own lines? Yeah, when there was like, I had an audio problem of some kind and I didn't catch it because the way you monitor audio on these shows is the microphone you monitor it through the microphone usually right the microphone has yes. a headphone amp you plug your thing in there yada yada so you hear yourself you hear others but you don't hear what's being recorded as you know as program like what's going down to the disc and so i just had it was like there was a i don't know loose connection or whatever it was and yeah. it was really bad audio and i was i had done all my tricks you know it's spent money on plugins to try and reduce whatever it was you know noise canceling whatever and so i started to do it and it was like you can't it's so hard to be spontaneous with a like it's not like you're looping in a film where you have like here's your line there it is on screen now say it like you did on screen and you do it over and over and over it's not like that because it's a conversation so there's like a paragraph of talking and you're like yeah and you have to get your timing yeah. anyway it's a pain in the ass anyway right um that's why i record with two computers smart <laughs> so I'm actually so i generally will not have hopefully will not have that problem ever I, i'm tempted to what my my uh ocd thing is what i'm thinking about is doing like a zoom or you know other digital recorder and recording into oh, that yeah. As yeah. well as on the hard drive, as like sure. a triple extra backup. Mm-hmm. You need a big like reel to reel. Yes. Oh my That's god. What you need. Can That's you imagine you need. sixty minutes? Of and you should have tape? it like you know, in case you ever use the camera on Skype, which you know you probably don't, but like have it right behind you. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. Because that is professional podcasting. Mm-hmm. 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 Nothing says professional podcaster more than seeing a huge reel to reel tape behind somebody. Right. Just <laughs> let me let me tell you my crazy my crazy editing story. I did I, as you may have may recall. I wrote part of a book on Minecraft, mm. and for this book, we also had to do videos uh, to that went on the, some website that you know if you got the book, you could access the videos and see like how we did certain you know we had videos on each section, just like sort of paraphrasing. And, but but these videos were were very in length. They would go like sometimes up to like twenty minutes, and 
the the person who was the editor for the book was also the editor for the videos and she would and a lot of this was screen capture stuff so she would like say it's confusing here at like you know 14 minutes and 52 seconds where you're dragging files around can you redo that and make it a little clearer <laughs> and like i have to go back and rearrange my entire desktop uh-huh to make it look exactly the same otherwise there's a huge cut you know like <laughs> All of a sudden, everything jumps around, and the viewer is not going to know what the hell just happened. So it's like, mm-hmm. are you serious? Like, you want mm-hmm. me to go back and like, you know, like do this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like this, like three second part, like three quarters of the way through the video. And so I spent a whole bunch of time. I mean, it, it, there were numerous instances where I had to redo audio because she says she couldn't understand what I was saying. And then, um, the, but that, which was that was a little bit of a pain, but that was a lot easier. But the, the the instances where I had to go back and like move icons around and try and make it look exactly like it what the desktop was the oh first time I was just like oh my god, um, so like writing that book was way easier than doing the video part. I will never do that video stuff ever again. It's brutal. YouTubers who who produce content on a regular basis, like they seriously make it look effortless and it is so much goddamn work. well the good ones probably do i mean I, i've watched a lot of youtube videos where you know hank will say you know i want to do this thing in minecraft here's this video but i can't quite figure out what, you know how to do it the way this guy did it yeah that's because the guy got like halfway through and realized that he forgot something like oh yeah that's <laughs> vital at the very beginning and then instead he just like you keeps going and like he does a, yep. like a hard cut and says okay i went back and inserted this thing uh-huh. so now you can see where that was like well <laughs> But dude, so we we're like halfway through building this thing, and like, oh, I fucked up. You need to start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love when I had to make those videos at MacWorld. Um, not everybody was like Chris Breed had a thing where everybody had to make them on a rotation, and people like hated it. And I, for whatever reason, like that 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 kind of audio video editing is how my brain works. And at first, I would do the. Uh, I would do the audio first. I would do the voiceover first and then mm-hmm. shoot the video for it. And that yep. was harder. And then eventually I moved to just doing the video first and I could always shorten gaps if I had to, or just freeze the screen if I had to, to make the, the video mm-hmm. for later. But yeah. I just loved doing it so much. I really enjoyed it. Well, I, I think, don't like uh, people who record their audio live while they're doing it. They're like, it's then you got to, um, um, yeah. click right. over well, here. That's, it's like, that's I don't the have YouTube. Time for your ums. Get out of here. The usual YouTuber. I, I think the verge does the best producty kind of videos where the voiceover if you basically the transcript is the article that is that is with the video and the voiceover the way they do the voiceovers they will cut sometimes to like Neil A or one of the other guys and it's clear that they did the voiceover work in whatever room that they're shooting the person talking at that time so that this the voiceover sound and feel is seamless there's no um like oh now he's in a studio talking to a microphone it's it's very clear they've captured the audio in a certain location and the pacing the way it's read the edits it's really they're really well done and you know i've been watching like casey liss who i'm like dude let me let me have a crack at this please give me your footage give me your audio give me your footage i would love to like craft his videos you know Totally. But, I know just what you mean. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yep. uh, I could, I could well, trim like three the, minutes yeah. right there. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You're like, just keep the void, whatever. And um, 
I totally have that instinct to like, oh, dude, I can really help you with this. I don't really want to. <laughs> but then I'm like, it would take me like six weeks to get the time to sit down and like go through the footage and, you know. Ugh. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, the Verge, I think, is of the like pro level people doing product video, tech product videos, they do amazing work. Sorry, I know this is Rebound Junior right now. This is like the, the like remedial rebound, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. is this recorded after you've done your, uh, already done your? Yeah. Uh, rebound happens so. early in the week. Late at night, yeah. early in the week. Um, well, so, okay, so let's talk while about we're the kids. talking about all these parenting topics, um, mm-hmm. I uh, wanted to tell you guys a quick story about a podcast. <laughs> and this is not... <laughs> Um, this is not me doing anything for it because this is not a podcast that my company makes. Uh, a competitive network called Wondery um, put out a show as we're recording this week. Uh, and the show is called Over My Dead Body. And uh, in brief, it's a, a six-part miniseries and it's about uh, a married couple of two high-powered, fairly well-known attorneys in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, it's an, a nice Jewish couple. They get married. They seem to have a perfect life. Uh, she writes a novel. He's a law professor. Um, they have two boys. Things are going well. He's away on a business trip. He comes home. She's cleared a bunch of things out of the house, and they're, the boys are gone with her, and there's a note left on the bed that says, uh, that's divorce papers. And at first, uh, Danny is like, I'm going to get Wendy back. I'm going to find a way that I can reunite with her. I don't want to be away from my kids. I don't want to be away from her. Uh, and then eventually, it, it's clear that she's not getting back together, and the divorce gets far more acrimonious because they're both attorneys, and so they're they're really kind of nastying it up in legal documents back and forth. Okay. Um, and uh, Wendy really wants to be able to get out of Tallahassee. Her family's in Miami. She wants to go there, and the judge is basically saying, "Hey, you guys have fifty fifty custody," and she wants uh, he he has a job, as do you in. Tallahassee. So no, I'm not giving you permission to move with the boys to Miami. You have to stay close since you have split custody. And then a couple weeks later, somebody uh, goes into Danny's house, which he got to keep into his garage by his car where he's sitting in the driver's seat and shoots him in the head and he dies. What? The police say, (laughs) the police say that what they believe is that Wendy's brother or maybe her parents, the police allege that Wendy's brother, Wendy's parents uh, hired a hitman without Wendy's knowledge because they didn't like that Danny was effectively keeping her hostage in Tallahassee. Why am I telling you all this? Because Wendy and I dated at Brandeis University. So I just Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. What? Dude, dodged a bullet literally. Literally. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coke. Yep. Yeah. Coke's coming your way. Via Costco yeah, delivery. Yeah. Yeah, a 36 pallet of coke coming your way. <laughs> Holy cow. Damn, dude. That is amazing. So how are you holding up, At first Rex? I thought this was an ad read. Yeah. <laughs> no, not an ad read. It's just, just a true story. So there was a different podcast company that came in and pitched this story. And they're starting to tell the story. And they're just talking about the lawyers. They're not mentioning them by name because who the hell would know these people? And they finished their pitch. And I just say, is this the story about Dan Merkel and Wendy Adelson? And they're like, how do you know that? And so I dropped my bomb. And they're not literally, thank goodness. And they're mm-hmm. like, uh, will you be on the show? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. They ended up yeah. not making that show. And now this other company's making it. So I texted the CEO, Hernan. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I dated Wendy in college. And he immediately texts back, no effing way. Uh, will you come on the show? And I was like, no. <laughs> A, don't want to be dead. And B, wealthy family, slander laws, libel laws. None of it makes, no, it's just nope. Yeah, just no, not, there's no, there's no good. Yeah. Nothing you got to nope right out of that. that. Yeah. No, I don't need that no podcast name. Right. Wow, dude, that's nuts. 
That is crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Florida. Eh? Mm. So wait. <laughs> so so she she is alive now, right? Yes. You haven't gotten yeah. any like like text messages from her. <laughs> she's she's available, is what you're saying? Like Instagram DMs or you know, de- WhatsApp, well, so this is, Snapchat. I was listening to the show because, of course, I have an interest in the show. I don't know all the details of the story, and the show has been fascinating so far. It's well made, and um, <clears throat> although I hear they're having a hard time getting people to talk who know her, but uh, they're like. <laughs> She, yeah, wonder why. you know, she's starting dating a guy, and the announcer's like, or the the host is like, you can't help but notice that the the guy she's dating, uh, has more than a passing resemblance to Danny. And I'm like, you know, I never looked to see what Danny looks like or this boyfriend. Oh, let dude. me Google it. Oh, dude, she she she's got a type. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum, yeah. She tried to get Jeff Goldblum, but. Oh my god! Basically, like, oh my god! Not, not not like nebbishy Jew, but like Semitic Jew. That's that's the time. That's the time. Ah, wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, Especially when I wore glasses, which I did back when we dated. Um. It's when you talk about type. It's funny because um, um, Liz's uh, ex, who he passed away in um, December, um, and it's awful. But his girlfriend, they shared photos from a trip they took. Uh, to Argentina with the girls. Um, and I was looking at the picture. And I'm like, Liz, she looks like you. And she was like, what? And we had, you know, she had met her before. I had met her, um, the, the girlfriend before. And, um, you know, she's great. She's super awesome lady. But there's, there's some times when she has like, there's, there's a definite type that he had that, um, that the ex had. And I just thought that was kind of funny that people like, uh, and I don't know that I do have a type. Like I've dated all kinds of shapes of women. Like there's, it's not like, you know, I like a certain dated a body type, right? Yeah. Like I've, I've mm-hmm. all, dated interdimensionally. Um, I've mm, had, nice. you know, like spatial. Well, you know, once you go interdimensionally, yeah, yeah, quantum realm <laughs> dating. Sorry, Lex, but um, no, do you? Anyway, I just think it's. A, I think that's a funny when people have types. It's funny. Because especially if you were in a relationship with them, even with without murder, you know, um, hanging over it, like just in normal life, like a normal situation, I think that's just a interesting thing. I don't know. It's just funny to me. Like, like they have a type, but for whatever reason, you you like missed one of the tick boxes, right? Or <laughs> yeah. you know, with the breakup, like it just wasn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. But it's just mm-hmm. funny. I don't know. Funny. It's funny. It's funny. <sighs> Uh, and I, I'm not going to get into any more specifics, but I'll tell you, I listen to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know that part. <laughs> like, oh I know, I know those God. qualities. Or like, oh, I have <laughs> oh. stories very relevant to this exact thing that you're describing. <laughs> like, it was, oh it's God. interesting. It's interesting. Wow. Wow. I'm going to think about that all, like, for the next 20 minutes at least, all day, maybe even. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what else is going on, guys? Um... I uh so Hank is Hank is still home from school. What? Because, oh, no. of, snow. Oh, snow. because of snow. Oh, snow. Yeah, you guys got what's going on? <laughs> so he had two days off last week, and then he went back for like you know basically like two and a half days because he was had a late start on Wednesday, and then this week he's he's been off. He's been off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wow. Probably we'll go back tomorrow, but then it's Monday off. <laughs> Right, it's a holiday. holiday. Sure, like, like sure. dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the time sleeping in. 
mm-hmm. frankly, because he has to get up very early to go to school. Right. So it's like, we're all like, oh, thank God we don't have to uh-huh. get up early. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it, it, we're just, you know, we're kicking it off to June, of course, which is probably mm-hmm. better for us because it's lighter here. Right. I mean, you know, we, you know, when he goes to school in the morning now, he's leaving in the pitch dark. Right. Uh, whereas in June, it'll be, the sun should be up by then. So I guess it's nice. And the snow's been, I mean, the snow's been really fun. It's been good. So. Is it still snowing? Like, or is it done? It's now? not snowing. No, it stopped snowing Monday night. It turned to rain. Um, but it, the snow was so deep that there's still quite a bit of snow out there. And like our street is still, I mean, there's, there are grooves where the tires, you know, with mm-hmm. the tires are going through and the, there's bare road there, but there's still a lot of snow. Wow. On the street. Cause we Do don't have, have nobody, they don't have plows here. I was going to say, if you, you have snow removal and that's crazy. Yeah. No, the city doesn't have snow removal cause it never, I mean, it's so rarely needed wow. that they just, it's not worth the cost. Sure. I mean, usually in a normal year we'll get, it'll snow like three days maybe and it won't accumulate at all and certainly won't accumulate on the streets like you might get a little dusting on the grass or something like that but um <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't stick this year we, i mean we, it was like the accumulation was like eight inches I, the wow. what i find wow. interesting is we didn't have any snow days so far this school year and so when there was the they were predicting, hey, there could be a bunch of snow coming to the Northeast, and you know, New Jersey could get walloped. Something about the way they were reporting it, I didn't get concerned. Like, I think maybe there wasn't like the the National Weather Service didn't put out a warning, right, or it was right. like there may or may not be a thing. I didn't believe it, and so the night before, not a flake has fallen. They cancel school. Yeah, and I was like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what that means. And then the next morning, I got up and I took the bus into Manhattan. Not a flake of snow on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, uh, I will give credit where credit's due. Lauren had left a sign on our door because school closed. Both of us were out. Anya was babysitting. Both of us were out. And Anya texted me while I was at my improv rehearsal. And she's like, hey, um, I got the call from school or an email from school that says it's canceled tomorrow. Can I stay up until you're home? I'm like, sure. No problem. So I come home, see Anya. She goes to bed. But the other two don't know the school's canceled. So Lauren leaves a note on our bedroom door that says, hey, kids, school's canceled. Yes, you can use your iPads. Let me sleep. Bye. <laughs> She's leaving the door. And so Liam wakes up at his usual time, trudges on over to my door, reads the note. I didn't even know about the snow because I was already asleep. I go to sleep before she does most of the time. And But he sees this note and leaves. He goes back to his room and like Lauren got to sleep until 9 o'clock. I was like, that's a pretty solid mom move. I dig it. Um, but nice. at some point midday, snow starts falling for a little bit. And maybe they would the buses would have had to go slower on the commute home from school because of like the half inch of snow or whatever that had accumulated mm-hmm. by that point. It probably didn't have to be closed, but I, I could totally see like everybody p- gets pissed off if they close the school, but they didn't have to. But they get more pissed off, I think, if they close the school in the morning at 5 a.m. And they're like, what am I supposed to do now? I don't have any time to prep. Doing it the right. night before, I think, is a solid move. If they weren't already like 80 closed days right. in the hole, which they weren't. Right. I think that's the, that's the, um, I think they, they never cancel school in Utah. Like, it's very rare. And they've, I think they did that this year for the first time in a long time. My sister lives in the boonies up in the mountains of Utah, they have on the ground, she said they've had 12 feet of snowfall, like measured snowfall up where they live, 12 feet. And, you know, obviously it'll melt and compress down with the weather cycle. But this last blow through, she was standing on five feet of snow above a propane tank that is, you know, probably four feet high, three feet high. So that's eight feet of snow on the ground, at least. Eight feet. (laughs) 
And another foot is expected to fall. Yeah, another foot is expected to fall. They they have those like um, fiberglass uh, snow markers on their road. Their road that goes by their place, and um, they help the that's you know the the homeowners association. I guess has a plow situation they do, but you know they they have to take their garbage down to a central garbage place. Oh, and. So that's done. I think they have a snowmobile. I'm not sure, mm. but um, well, that makes it, it fun. Yeah, if they, yeah, right. If they didn't, <laughs> yeah. they have Who one. Who wants now. to haul the garbage? <laughs> right. I mean, Me. man, like, like eight but feet I, of snow. That's that's too much snow. But I, I I think about those times when you're stuck at home because of snow, or because it's just cold, uh, or just because you know, honestly, sometimes it's just that you're tired and you don't want to go out. But you want red wine, or you want sushi, or you want a breakfast mm-hmm. burrito at eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when Postmates comes in, guys. Boom. Uh, Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, or whatever you can think of delivery service. Uh, there's no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is, which is good for me because I have no sense of direction. Because Postmates will deliver anything to you within the hour, and they'll do that 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I'm told that in leap years, they will do a 366 day per year. They are the largest on-demand network in the known universe with more than 25,000 partner merchants. All you have to do is download the app for iOS or Android. It's free. And then you can browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners, our dear, dear listeners, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now and use the code TURNING100, which is what I intend to do on my next birthday. That's code TURNING100 for $100 a free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with the code TURNING100. I have a uh, thing to talk about. about the. Yeah. I have a thing to talk about with the, the kids being all right. Actually, two things to talk about. Sort of kids are, the kids are all right news. Okay. Guys, right. We, have a, we have a jingle for that, maybe? Mm-hmm. Is there, isn't there an kids actual song? <laughs> Isn't there an actual song about that? Anyway, yes. um, we couldn't get there the are two so stories that I wanted to point to. And one is the story of the kids who, you've probably seen both of these, but one of the story of the kids who are uh, teenagers who are basically sneaking out uh, on their anti-vax parents to go get vaccinated. Yes. Those wow. are awesome. See that. Yeah. Reddit. Yeah. I thought that was, that was really cool. Um, I appreciate their efforts as, you know, uh, someone who doesn't like to see people get unneedlessly get measles. And then the other one is uh, this group of kids in Germany who are striking uh, in order to demand climate action on climate change. Nice. Yeah. So what are they striking from school? Yeah. Right. Mm. Skip school for an hour. Every Friday morning, 13-year-old Holly Gillenbrand from Fort William. Oh, so this this person, I guess she's part of this group, but I think it was started in Germany. Germany. Skip school for an hour. And uh, that is to stand up for the planet, to try wow. and get people to uh, pay attention to. In huh. another, you know, the fact uh, that we're destroying the planet, basically. Right. Another That's issue good... of <clears throat> the kids are all right. I just, this is not a, like an upper, like super fun uh, topic. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we're recording, it's the one year anniversary of the uh, the Parkland school shooting. Oh God! And yeah. <clears throat> there's a, a website I saw. Uh, called sinceparkland.org that was put together by teens 
Um, and they're saying since Parkland in the 12 months since Parkland, 1200 American kids were killed by guns. And so teens wrote obituaries for the 1200 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you kind of just <clears throat> scroll through, you can browse by state. You can just click on names and these aren't long or lengthy ones, but you obviously every single one is a person in a story and we're really just doing no better on school shootings, um, or yeah. kid shootings at all. And, uh, I found it moving and compelling and interesting. So I just wanted people to check, like you can't read it for too long or uh, it's yeah, too right. much, but uh, I've, I've been dipping in and out since parkland.org because it felt important. I don't know. Wow. I think, thanks for me. sharing that. Um, that does not work. Oh, wait, it's not parkland. I typed it wrong. Never mind. Gonna, I'll edit that out. I'll, I'll cut that in post. Okay. okay. Um, as long as you're going to cut something. <laughs> <laughs> man also white power just I, white power. <laughs> i've had man i've had this like ugh, just mm-hmm. i got i had a cold for a while and now i just have uh, this constant like like paste in in my nasal area so, well that's super gross it's yes thank you yeah well <laughs> I just wanted to explain why I'm constantly like trying to clear my throat because I can't clear my throat. So now I, um, thinking about kids and how we have them, uh, what do you do if anything with your kids for Valentine's day, anything special happen? No, we all said happy Valentine's day this morning. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah. I, when the girls were younger, I'd get them cards, but like they're kind of at the end, like they're old enough now that they don't, you know, like, I don't know. I stopped doing that. Like, yeah. My, yeah, my parents, my mom did that a couple of times. No, not she was. It wasn't regular, but um, I used to go buy some candy. Um, but then there was also no one liked the candy either. Like about the hearts or whatever, like the terrible, you know, traditional kind of Valentine's, those little chalky hearts, and yeah, yeah, like the girls hated them so. <laughs> They tried to like, they're like, I hate these. It was really funny to watch them try them and then like not like them. But um, kids yeah. def- desperately want to like every kind of candy and not every kind of candy is good. Exactly. And like, yeah. um, it's the same as like black licorice. That's a real Ugh. demarcation line in the, in the, in the family. Yeah. And, and also my girls have a fair weather thing with black licorice. Like I love black licorice, but. You know, you got jelly beans. I will take every one of those black ones. Every one. I'm the Dwight right. Schrute. I'm shipping them all to you. Black. Yep. Yep. We were, we're watching The Office with the kids, and there's an episode where Dwight is like eating all of the black jelly beans, and he's like on purpose, you know, he's chewing with his mouth open and like showing you his gums and everything. <laughs> it's like all stained from the black licorice. It's very funny. Um, and I forgot that episode existed. So um, early, early uh, Office, Dwight Schrute. <laughs> Note. Well, we talked oh. about Hank said something about chocolates this morning because um, we have we've barely been out of that. I don't like I've been out of the house <laughs> in. Wow. I have not been out of the house in quite some time. I can't think of the last time I was out of the house. <laughs> I, I miss those days. I'm not going to lie. I miss those. It sounds great. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> it was at least a week ago. Wow. Um, oh, my and, God. And and. Uh, other than to walk the dog. I mean, I've been out to walk the dog a, a lot, but I mean, I haven't been someplace. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about just like walking like over to the convenience store to get some, get some chocolates because uh, he was he was thinking it's Valentine's Day. We should at least have some chocolate. 
So we may do that. Man. I yeah, I don't know. We were we I'm we're doing our Valentine's dinner as a couple tomorrow. We're not doing it tonight. Because a lot yeah, of the restaurants have like prefix menus and right. if you don't like the like yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's also it's, yeah. it's just it's not a good day for service uh, at restaurants. No. It's and a terrible time. I, it's the worst time to go out. At, like right, we don't do Valentine's Day in general. I certainly would never go out for a meal. Like this is a great day for delivery if you order early from yeah. a non fancy mm-hmm. place. Yeah, right, right. Maybe we'll do that. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have to cook. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Grubhub. <laughs> no, wait. If you if you order in, John, since Hank's been working on learning to cook, do you make him do the ordering? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I that because no because that that would involve him like possibly having to like have the credit card number, <laughs> and also like being able to pick and choose what gets ordered. <laughs> he will order one of everything, in some cases two. So no, he's not he's not calling to order. Actually, you know, I think he's done it once or twice. I think he's done, he, we have done it. Let him do it once or twice. But in general, I I, I fear that he'll slip something in there that I didn't approve. So mm. um, I, I don't I don't let him do that. And uh, but speaking of food, last night we made fettuccine, uh, like from from scratch. Wow! Yeah, Oof, we have been we have like been going. That's the one thing that we've been doing over the past week is like going crazy making noodles. Your pasta game a week is and a half. I guess it's been. I want to uh, taste your noodles, John. I'd like to taste <laughs> your noodles. <laughs> I just want to watch you make them. I'm happily happy to taste them afterwards. But first, I just want to watch you make them. They were good. I think we, uh, I think we overcooked them slightly. They were a little. They ended up a little too soggy. Um, but it's said to cook them for four to five minutes, and I think three and a half was plenty. Mm. So um, next time. But uh, the um, the Chinese noodles that we made were fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Nice. So we're just gonna keep working on it. I and we may that. need to get some more attachments because he's, I think he's got this, he's got like a spaghetti one that we've been using for uh, Chinese noodles and then a fettuccine one uh, that we used, I think, for the first time last night. I'm just going to throw this out there. If you just use store-bought pastas, you might be able to leave the house more often. Um, <laughs> also true. When you, when you make your own noodles, are they uh, white? Are you doing like whole grain? What's no, they're, these, so to date they've been white anyway. Yeah. God. Yeah, so they're not necessarily very good for you, but oh, but they're delicious. And that's but they're fantastic. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really, and they're not. It's not that hard. It's just, it's just the extra work of like kneading the dough and stuff like that. The the noodles themselves, it's basically flour, eggs, and salt. And then you just stick them on the side, and then throw them in the pan once you got them all done. Yeah, I mean, you yeah you you have to knead it into a ball, and then you let it sit for usually like a half an hour or something with the. Chinese noodles you need twice and sit twice for half an hour and and then you f- you got to flatten it out with a rolling pin and then feed it into the squishy thing on the right. <laughs> on, the, on the, the kitchen aid right and that flattens it out even further and then you feed it into the thing that cuts them into uh, you know, wait, like, so there's a into, second wait so yeah, there's, so there's, the, a, the, there's a thing that there's a flattener there's a flattener attachment for the kitchen aid and then there's a one that like you feed the flattened dough into and it slices it into noodles noodle shapes or squeezes it into noodle shapes i guess with the because it sort of makes them roundish with the spaghetti one wait a minute I'm really confused right now. I thought that one attachment <laughs> just did it all. You just threw the dough in zip and it's nope, done. There's two there's two attachments. There's a flattener and then and there's, then a, there's cutter. a cutter. 
yeah. and shape I mean, it. You could, like. If you flattened it enough yourself, uh, you wouldn't need the flattener thing, but it's it's just much easier to use the, the flattener thing to get them really nice and thin. Get the, mm. the dough nice and thin before it gets cut. So, this is why I don't make it. It's those. a lot hard. I mean, it's, you know, with the rolling pin, you can just get it like decently flat and then the flattener will take care of the rest. So you do the flattening as one step, then you take that off and then you put the other thing on and then you do that. Yes. Correct. Okay. Wow. Yep. You're dedicated to pasta right there. Or noodles, sorry. Yeah, oh, well, no. you know, and it's it's showing good results so far. So I think it's mm. I think it's definitely worth it. And he enjoys doing it, man. I mean, he's like he's right there. You're listening to TTCA talking <laughs> tricky cooking always. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> totally uh, go no i think listeners like that stuff it's good uh we're well-rounded humans uh i I wanted to know if you guys would be okay if i shared some texts from my son with you yes (laughs) so there are times when i'm out at night or when uh both lord and i are out at night and so liam will text me when his sister is putting him to sleep like he'll want to say good night or whatever else and so i will get I will get bizarre texts from him that are a mix of loving and then also tattling on his sisters. <laughs> so uh, one, one conversation goes like this. I wanted to eat a banana and Anya to peel me a banana and she wouldn't. And I say, can you peel the banana? And he says, yes. Uh, another conversation. Anya stole my book. That's 8, 10 p.m. on a school night. Tell her to tuck you in. Don't fight. Okay. And I say, and then Anya's texting me at the same time. Tell him to stop texting you. So I say, no more texts. I want you to go to the bathroom and then go to bed. And he says, okay, good night. Um, uh, Monday, does everything go in the sink or is it just simply, you know, put it in the sink if it doesn't fit in the dishwasher? <laughs> like, uh, put your stuff in the dishwasher if it fits. Otherwise, the sink is fine. Then he replies, Anya and Sierra both pushed me. What did I do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he means what did I do to deserve it? Nothing. Or what did I do in response? Nothing. But either way, I loved it. And I wrote, all I replied was, I love you. And he hearted that. And then he, wrote, and this is, this is why I'm sharing this. Because I just love to do this. He says, I love you too. Pick, chur, pick plus chur. Let's send each other pictures of us. Whenever he's going to bed, he wants me to send him a selfie of me, and he sends me a selfie of him. And it is just the sweetest thing. That's lovely. And I said, I send him a picture of myself, and I said, good night, sweet boy. And he sent me a picture of him, and he said, good night, sweet dad. And I said, sweet dreams, I love you. And he responded, I love you. Please give me a hug and kiss when you get back home, which is a standard. He, if you come home late, he wants you to hug and kiss him in his sleep, which mm-hmm. we always claim we do and don't always do. Mm-hmm. Um. So then uh, the next day, I stole his iPad for a minute because he needed me to plug it in for him. And so I texted myself from him pretending to be him. And I wrote, Daddy, I'm happiest when I smell like stinky poopy. That's why I love farting so much. Love, Liam. <laughs> so, and then I replied from my phone, ha, ha, ha. And he saw my ha. He's like, when did I didn't say, you did it. And watching him figure out what happened was the best. That's awesome. But then the reason I bring all of this up is because I just loved yesterday's for so many reasons. I'm getting, I, I was late getting home from work. Lauren had left. I was supposed to already be home, but the buses were delayed, whatever. So he texts me, I'm getting in the shower. I say, good boy, I'm almost home. I'll see you when you're out of the shower. And he says, thanks, okay. Like, the letter's okay. And then he next replies, A-Y, to finish spelling the full word, okay. And then he says, bye, with nine exclamation points. And I say, bye for now. He replies, Anya called me a moron. I reply, I thought you were getting in the shower now. I'll deal with her later. And he said, okay, I am going to shower now for real. And I just thought it was so funny to be like, I'm getting in the shower. Bye. I <laughs> called me a moron. And I just, yeah. there's what a happened in between? <laughs> I take a lot of screenshots out of friends' recommendation because I wanted to remember those conversations. Oh, yeah. yeah. My photos and be yes. in my memories because those are just right. classic. So yep. screenshot I, your best conversations with your kids. That's my Yeah. Point. You could just <clears> use <throat> messages in the cloud, you know, and then they'd... <laughs> I'm sure they'd all be safe forever. 
And probably yeah. a super easy way to search for those, you know, five year old, ten year old messages. Yeah. We have a, we have a, um, we have the worst e- uh, texting experience because we, there's a, for the school, there's a email or a texting chain for mm. the closures. Oh, and man. it's, of course, it's this conglomeration of people who use Android, people who use iOS, and I believe people who might be using iOS on their laptops. <laughs> and then, you know, like, so someone will send out a text, is there school tomorrow? And then someone will respond, there's no school tomorrow. School tomorrow has been canceled per, you know, so-and-so. And, and like, I think what's happening is maybe there's, like, someone who's, like, doing it on their Mac. And so people are, get, some people are getting the answer, and then they, like, they don't get the answer because the answer comes from, I have no idea exactly what's going on. But, like, yeah. there's a group of people who are on this chain who are not getting any of the texts. Apparently. Oh, my God. And they keep asking, like, the same question. <laughs> Is there school today? Like, like 20 minutes after school would have started. Like, no, we said last night there's no school. Are you wow. getting these messages? Liz had a thing. She wasn't getting voicemail. She had like month old voicemail that suddenly showed up. It was crazy. <laughs> That's like okay. what? What? Yeah. How does that even happen? Yeah, we have a thing. Like we have a Com- Comcast landline, and so and we have an answering machine. Mm. Like and a yet, analog or digital. An- you guys have like a like a box. It's an answering. machine. We have a box. Yeah, we have an actual box. Whoa. But for some reason, a lot of the times. I don't know if the calls come in at the same time and the box is answering something else, but another call, a lot of calls will go to Comcast's answering, which we don't really monitor at all. And then, you know, every once in a while I'll go into like pay the bill and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> we have voicemails from three months ago. <laughs> it's like the, 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 the services that are not evolving quickly enough, right? Like uh, voicemail. Yeah. I think emails, I, I don't check email all the time. Like I, I very rarely actually spend time on email because it's all about mm. the chat apps now, like Slack and Teams, right. Microsoft Teams, and you know, like that's kind of weird. I'm in email all day, but what I love, and I don't know if this is everywhere or just in my world of business or what, but I love when I get somebody's voicemail when I'm leaving the message, and it says you can leave a voicemail, but if you actually want to respond, best bet is to text me at this number. I like that because I like getting people's cell phones. I like texting them instead. I conduct mm-hmm. so much business over text message; it's shocking to me. Like I do seven figure deals with agents sometimes entirely over text message. <laughs> um, wow! And but like when somebody's voicemail is like, you could leave this message, but I'm never going to check it. So text me instead. I keep meaning to and have not yet changed my voicemail to say that because if you leave me a voicemail, I'll read the transcription. And if I can figure it out, I'll text you back. But if I can't figure it out, I don't have time to listen to that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> voicemail is bullshit. Let's it's, it's 2019. As far as I can tell, right. let's, right. let's get over voicemail. But I think calling people is, is an act of aggression. Oh, well that's my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, I didn't know how to tell you. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professional aggressor. That's me. Right.